We have a lot of examples where the bank is saying, no, no, just supply this to me, to us, and then you're fine. You don't have to do anything. Well, that is wrong information. That's misleading information. Welcome to episode two of America's Overseas. America is the only first world country in the world that enforces a tax duty on American citizens, wherever they live or work. I'm Linda Mabelis, and today I'm speaking with expert Daan Deurlacher. Born and raised in the Netherlands, he found out that he happened to be an American through his mother. But he also, just like everybody else in the European Union and outside the European Union, has received a letter from his bank. In this episode, we are talking about what does this letter mean? What implications has this letter? And does the bank have to report to the US? What are, what are the risks? Hi, Dan. Welcome. Hi, uh, Linda. Dan, if you pick any letter from any financial institute or bank or whatsoever, there is a word in it. It's, it's a T-I-N, a TIN. What is a T-I-N? A TIN is a tax identification number. And a tax identification number is a unique personal number that everyone in the world uh, that is uh, uh, that, that should you know file taxes should have um, uh, to identify uh, to identify themselves towards uh, the the tax authority. They are filing taxes. Okay, but I'm a I'm a Dutch. I have a Dutch citizenship, and I have one. I have the, the normal Dutch. Tax yeah. number, burger yeah. uh, uh, service number. BSN, they called it correct. in uh, in Holland. It's the correct. same. It's it. No, uh, yes, a BSN is it is a tin. So a tin is the general name worldwide for a tax identification number, and the the the, the Dutch uh, tax identification number that you have in Holland is called a BSN, uh, burger service number, and in Germany it has a name, and everywhere. Any, everywhere it has a name. Now, in the USA, your, t, your TIN or tax identification number is called your social security number, your SSN. Okay, so that's the same number, the SSN, and your US TIN is this the same? It's the same. It's what they mean, you know? It's, it's, uh, yeah. Okay, so uh, they, uh, they are asking for a, a TIN, uh, for an SSN. They are ask, asking for my American identification number for tax purposes mm -hmm. why why do they need an ssn because you are uh, let's say recognized in your local bank in your dutch or german bank as a u.s person um, so this letter is being sent to you by the bank because they have any kind of uh, information um, that leads the assumption that you are a U.S. person. And why and do they care? Because why uh, why do they have to know this? Okay, so I'll, I'll, I'll come to that. Uh, so, so first of all, you get the letter because they have the feeling you are a U.S. person, and that can be because you are uh, born in the U.S. We're, go we're coming to that later, probably in another podcast. Um, and they ask that because uh, they have so-called FATCA obligations. And FATCA is a law that uh, Obama started it, I think, in 2014 or 15. Um, and it, it means that 
every financial institution wherever in the world have to identify U.S. persons as bank account holders. Okay, so so these banks um, uh, have the obligation under FATCA, which is the American law, saying that any financial institution like banks or uh, insurance companies have to identify under their account holders, under their clients, whether there is a U.S. person. And if there is a U.S. person as a client, you will receive that uh, letter because they have to ask your social security number, your American tax identification number. Uh, They have to ask that to you and supply that number with a lot more of your personal data to uh, the U.S. uh, tax authorities. Yeah, FATCA stands for Foreign Account Tax Compliance Act. It's um, it's in in a very short way a law that provides the U.S. with information about foreign civilians or or, uh, citizens who uh, who are American and live abroad. So they know what uh, money is where and well, what for bank at all. Correct. Okay, so we have the reason why the bank is sending this letter uh, and you, you are answering this, this letter. Uh, what are the risks for answering wrong? The risk of answering wrong, uh, meaning not confirming that you are a US person. Yeah, because I think I'm not, because nobody told me that I am, so I think I'm not a US person. Correct. So if you if you answer wrong, then uh, it, let's say it has two implications. One, if you are born in the U.S., meaning your birth, your place of birth in your Dutch or German passport is in the U.S., the bank will not believe you and con- starts to continue asking the confirmation of the answer yes. If you s- continuously neglect the letter or say no to it, they conclude that you are a U.S. person. So they they start to already share the information to the U.S. anyhow. And then without the social security number, of course, but with your name, your address, and your bank accounts, etc. So that implication it has, it they will act anyhow. Uh, but the, the other risk is that they will um, they will stop um, uh, stop service to you as a client. So they will blo- block my account. They can block or freeze your account or even stop your account. Are they allowed to? Officially, yes, they are. Why? Because banks are not allowed to serve clients, not uh, American specifically, but in general, they cannot serve clients that they are, let's say, aware of the fact that this client is not fulfilling tax obligations. And if you are not supplying a social security number or you're stating you're not having a social security number or you simply neglect the letter, they, let's say, have a good reason to believe. What what other reason do they have? What other path can they follow? Um, They have a good reason to believe you are not compliant with your tax obligations. So, yes, they have have a, a, a good reason to to do that. But this is very ridiculously because you are being manipulated with your own money. 
Yes, true. But uh, on, on the other hand, you can you can think or say or have uh, whatever uh, a meaning, personal meaning about fatka. But in principle, fatka is is not a bad law. I mean, in principle, fatka is is just saying. Uh, those Americans that have to file taxes have to share information to the U.S. tax authorities. That is, by the way, not something only America is doing. If no, I, it's two ways. Yeah, if, I, if, I, if I'm Dutch or German and I buy a house in France and I, for that I need a French bank account, I also am obliged to share my Dutch or German uh, tax number to the, the French bank. And the French bank is obliged to inform the Dutch tax authorities that you have a bank account in France. So it's, it's, it's the FATCA itself is, is not it's wrong. A good thing. It's a good it's thing. to make sure that everybody pays the taxes Correct. he has to pay. Correct. Correct. So, so FATCA itself is not a bad thing. Uh, the effects of FATCA to a group of Americans that, let's say, is a purely coincident born there. because Not aware of their tax obligations. Not aware of tax obligations. Have never, have never lived there. That is, the, that's the big pain. Uh, if, if, let's say, in, in your introduction, you already mentioned that America is, 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 is the only country in the world uh, next to Eritrea uh, uh, that has what they call citizen-based taxation, which means that if you are a citizen and you are a citizen because you were born there or you are a citizen because your one of your parents was American, uh, so the, the simple fact that you are a U.S. citizen gives you U.S. tax obligations. That is where the real cause of these problems there is the pain the pain is actually not at the banks the banks are just obligated to ask for the ssn for their files to report correctly to the irs let's let's put it this way and it maybe is not a, a nice way to compare but if you have a disease somewhere in your body mm-hmm. and you don't even notice it but then all of a sudden uh, you get you you know you get an open wound somewhere which is an effect of the disease in your body, then the wound is doing the pain. Now, that's exactly where, what we're talking about here. So, so FATCA in itself is not wrong. Citizen-based taxation is the real disease. That is a real problem because people like myself and, and, and millions in, in, in the world that are coincidental Americans, that are not active aware Americans uh, fall under the same under the same law they simply the fact that they are a US citizen makes them tax obligated and therefore when they receive the letter from the bank this you know huge problem starts to arise okay so the letter of the bank or the bank itself is asking for an SSN an SSN you can uh, apply for an SSN with the uh, uh, American embassy uh, on the website of americasoverseas.org is explained how you can do that. But then, then you have the number, you have the SSN number. There are, you've, you've been waiting uh, eight months. You have the SSN number and then you give the SSN number to your bank and then you're, you're, you're done. Yeah, that's, right? 
no, <laughs> that's not right. No, okay, then the, sorry. Then the, whole, then the whole problem starts. Because uh, what is the bank doing? The bank is sending once a year the data from your bank account. So your name, your uh, date of birth, your home address, and all the bank accounts you have at that bank with the amount, the highest amount of money on each of the bank accounts of that previous year, that information is being sent to the IRS, to the US tax authorities. And that's an obligation the bank has. You as a client has another obligation. You have personally the obligation to do the same. So you also have to send this data to the US. And the... the, the, the Through an F-bar yeah, foreign it's bank account reporting, right? Correct. Okay. So you have one of the two obligations you have as, as a US citizen. One is tax filing and the second is F-bar. So your foreign bank account reporting, meaning your foreign seen from a, uh, an American angle, uh, so, so your Dutch or German bank account, you have to report that to the US. And what they simply do in the US is match what do we receive from the bank and what do we receive from you personally. And if that doesn't match, match because you are not aware of the fact that you also have to file this bank account reporting, you're in trouble. But the banks are telling this in their letter. I wished right? I wished they were were fighting for this already, I don't know, four to five years, telling the banks, we understand that you are not a, a US tax specialist. But the minimum you can do to your clients in this same letter is stating and informing or at least... Uh, give a hinge. Give something. a hinge or a link to a website. They can use ours. They can use others. But make people aware of, of the fact that also the client, the in, in individual, has obligations to do. Clear. The banks are uh, saving their own uh, reporting they do not want to have any risk or of fines or mm-hmm. um so they are asking for the ssn you give the ssn and you are filing your taxes and fbar i hear a lot of telephone conversations with you and thousands of clients in last year and i know there is all, always one tip you give to all clients And that is the tip, do nothing halfway. Act or do not act. Can you explain what you mean by this? Yeah. So, of course, officially, we cannot advise anyone, do not act. But uh, Simply against the law. So, the advice is always inform yourself and act. Exactly. So, we never advise, do nothing. But what I say to everyone that I speak to is, very risky to do to to act half or wrong okay so if you only supply your social security number it means that you enter yourself in the us tax system so if you only supply the bank uh, the the social security number and on the other side do nothing what you have done is do something halfway Correct. And I, again, I find that everyone's right 
to do and decide what or what not to do. As long as it is based on on correct information. The most people that we meet uh, and talk to uh, are simply not aware of what they have to do. And I think that is that is terrible. I mean, it's really terrible that they think and even are misinformed by the bank saying, and we have we have a lot of examples where the bank is saying, no, no, just supply this to me, to us, and then you're fine. You don't have to do anything. Well, that is wrong information. That's misleading information. So yes, you can do nothing and wait and sit, but it will come back one day as a boomerang to you anyhow and it always has a bad timing uh, yeah that, that always comes at the worst possible moment so we have examples of uh, someone who died in the family uh he or she was uh, was an american citizen uh, did not fill in uh, the, the the forms right and guess what this was the moment for the bank to say well you know, yes, there is a hundred thousand euros on that bank account, but we first want you to settle the problem of your mother or father that died. Or uh, we have examples where someone is buying a house, already verbally got from the bank the confirmation he would get the loan, and then the paperwork starts, and then oh, bloop, it pops up again. The question: Are you a U.S. person? And guess what? The bank is not proceeding with the loan because they first want you to fulfill your duties, uh, meaning having your social security number supplied, etc. And how long does it take before you get a social security number once you apply? It differs. If you are born in Holland or Germany and you request your social security number, you will get it within, let's say, two months or so. Because they don't have to send your information, your birth information to the US because you're born in that country. But most of these people are born in the US and just, you know, uh, went away as little babies with their parents again. And and then it can take nine months to, to a year. And the bank is not waiting. The house is not waiting that long. You know, so you're going to miss the chance of, of, of buying it. Okay, so the best advice is act now before you are too late and becoming too problems. And you are not, you are not, you don't have control over the situation anymore. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What do you think is the future of this problem? Because there are a lot of groups who are lobbying in the American uh, government for uh, resident day-based taxation. There are groups who are trying to stop the FATCA reporting because mm. it's against the GDPR rules. What do you think is the future of this reporting of the banks and the reason why they need mm. your SSN? Now, first of all, I, I need to say that I'm happy that those groups are doing anything they can think of, being creative, any route to see whether they can uh, block or solve uh, the problem. We, as Americans overseas, are doing the same. Uh, we have a different route, but we, we're, we are lobbying in Europe at local governments uh, in the US. So again, uh, I want to, to, to stress out, I'm, I'm happy and motivated to do that. What I find wrong, and that we also hear that these same groups are using a U US citizens to say, don't do anything. Well, that is, yeah, that I find really dangerous. That's like 
having a protest in a in a big square and you know they are shooting with uh, with uh, with guns you know the police is shooting with guns and you send your members up front you know just just go there that that's wrong so that we disapprove with now what do i think uh, what i hope which is another thing is mm-hmm. That the the regulations, the reporting regulations um, for Americans that are not living in the U.S., uh, but they they were simply born there, or like myself, have an American parent, that there are some kind of uh, limitations to uh, to the reporting uh, uh, laws. That's what I'm hoping for. Uh, the best outcome, of course, would be that the U.S changes the tax system to resident-based. So meaning if you're living in the U.S., working in the U.S., then you have to report taxes. That is what I would wish for, hope for. But what I think is it's going to only become worse. Why? Because uh, the U.S. started this. All the other countries in the world have followed Because every country is now asking for data share with other countries. And it helps. It helps getting people that that are, are, let's say, hiding money away, but also terrorist uh, organizations hiding money. They are, you know, they are popping up with those controls. So I'm afraid this will not get less, but probably even worse. worse. Yeah, I think that the whole world is... Is, is not realizing that um, everything is becoming more and more digitalized. Uh, before you know, you cannot even, cannot even pay cash anymore. So, you know, <laughs> control... Everything is data. Control, it, data control is everything. So I'm not very positive, unfortunately. I think um, we have the most information about uh, the letter of the bank. Is there something I'm missing in my questions or in your answers? Yeah, because the, the, the question is based on the fact that you have received a letter. Now, we know also by recent numbers that have been shared by, uh, by ministries and by banks that uh, we guess about half of bank account holders have not received a letter. And the big question is, So what do you do with that? Are you waiting uh, for the letter to come? Or is there anything you should and can do before the letter comes? Yes, you should at least inform yourself what things you can and should uh, prepare. For example, if you know what we discussed that the social security number is taking you uh, six to nine months, you really have to consider to now use that time probably that that has been given to you because the bank has not uh, sent the letter out. Use that time to prepare yourself for the moment the letter comes. The fact that you have not received a letter does not mean that you are forgotten. It is simply a matter of time. They will send the letter. One day they will send a letter. One day you're going for a cup of coffee at your local bank and the question pops up. One day you open a new bank account for your child. One day you buy a new house. You have a new new insurance, whatever. And need needs new services, something like that. Something comes up and here we go. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for all the information. I think it's a complete story. We have another podcast also online 
on how did you find out being an American? And also, when are you a US person? If you are listening, please consider to listen to that podcast. Thank you for listening for now. Visit americansoverseas.org for answers to all your questions. To stay up to date with the latest news, don't forget to subscribe to Americans Overseas. Until next time. Thank you.